You're listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. on the last day radio network so i'm reading this from fortune.com michael jordan paid 275 million dollars for a majority stake in the charlotte hornets in 2010 now the nba legend according to espn is in talks to sell that stake to a consortium led by gabe plotkin and rick schnall very interesting names there who are minority owners of the hornets and Atlanta Hawks, respectively. Now, I didn't know that you could be both. That seems like that there could be a conflict of, of interest. Plotkin might be familiar to Fortune readers in another context. The hedge fund billionaire was at the center of the GameStop saga, which I, I missed out on. Wish I put some money into GameStop. At the height of the, the meme stock frenzy during the pandemic, because people are just sitting at home doing nothing during the pandemic. You had a couple of opportunities to to turn like 10K into a million dollars. In 2021, retail traders communicating in online forums like Reddit, in particular, the, the page Wall Street Bets banded together to drive up shares of GameStop, often trading on Robinhood, which is the commission-free brokerage platform. Plotkin's Melvin Capital Management had had shorted or bet against the video game retailer. The Army of Traders also bought up other stocks the hedge fund had shorted. In January of 2021 alone, Melvin Capital lost about $6.8 billion, suffering one of the fastest declines for a hedge fund since the 2008 financial crisis. Plotkin, who had been a superstar in the hedge fund world, posting returns of 30% annually for six years with the help of bearish wagers stepped away from managing external capital and wrote to investors, I apologize in hindsight. And despite our intentions, we recognize now that, that we focus on future returns and team continuity without sufficient consideration of your investment losses. So basically I was focused on putting your money into my pockets. I'm not really talking about, GameStop and the fact that that people banded together on Reddit, which is hilarious. Like I, I go to Reddit to find out what happened on on TV shows that I missed. Like if I missed an episode of, of Abbott Elementary, I had a lot invested in Abbott Elementary for for the two stars. Everybody hates Chris and and Keisha Brunson to actually kiss. And when they actually kissed, I missed it. I was out of town. I was like, I put, I've been putting two years of watching this show just to see you guys. That's like the, the, the climax point. 
and I and I wasn't there when it happened. Like I go to Reddit to find stuff like that out. I don't go to Reddit to find out how to manage my my stock portfolio. So I think it's funny that people on Reddit uh, bounded together and decided to drive up prices for GameStop so they could cash out and make a lot of money. That's hilarious to me. So it's also funny that the that the <laughs> that the site where they're actually the trades are commencing is called Robinhood. You're stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. In this case, that's very accurate. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about Michael Jordan selling the the Hornets. And a lot of people that are Charlotte Hornets fans are probably happy that Michael Jordan is selling the Hornets. And I have mixed feelings about that. I'm I'm very high on on African Americans and, and minorities, Latinx community, women, LGBT community having ownership in these large conglomerates and companies. I mean, there, there are very few seats in professional sports. So to own an NBA team, to own an NFL team, to own an MLB team, not a lot of majority owners of color or in the LGBTQ community. It's not something you see. And I think for people who, who are considered to be minorities, it's very important to, to have a, a seat at the table. Now, it's Michael Jordan. Right? It's, it's, it's Michael freaking Jordan. So he's going to have a seat at the table. He's Mr. Nike. He has his own brand. That's an offshoot of Nike. They've released 20 million pairs of, of off-color Jordans that, that are once classic. So, like, those cherry red Jordans are an abomination. I'm a guy that only wears the classic Jordan colorways, the UNC Jordans, 11s. The white patent leathers, the Concords, the breads, those are acceptable. These other ones, Royal Blue Jordans, Michigan uh, Wolverine color Jordans, navy and, and gold, that, that's, that's not good. But I get it. He's got to get paid. He's got he's to make his money. I'm not mad at it. Jordan's made billions of dollars selling shoes. I think he's only making $3 million a year playing basketball, putting up 30 a game. And he's only making $3 million a year. He's making his money selling shoes. Just like Dr. Dre made his money selling beats, those crappy garbage headphones. He didn't make his money off the Chronic. He didn't make his money off of uh, the Chronic 2001. He didn't make his money off of Death Row and Aftermath. He made his money off of Beats by Dre. So I understand that it's a business, and I understand that Jordan, I assume that he's going to sell for a billion and a half. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the, the market value of, of the Hornets is. I know that the Phoenix Suns, just sold for $4 billion. And Phoenix isn't a, they've never won a championship. It's not LA. It's not Atlanta. It's not DC. Charlotte's a small market team. But if the Sun sold for $4 billion, I, w- I would think that the, that the Hornets are at least worth $3 billion. Charlotte's a nice city, a Southern city. But if he bought in for, for two seventy five, let's say he sells his stake for, for 10 times that much. He's, you know, makes two and a half, $3 billion. That's phenomenal for Michael Jordan. He's a businessman, a, a fantastic businessman. And I think that's great for him. Michael Jordan is 60. The, the harsh reality is he's lived more of his life than he's going to live. So whatever he chooses to do and put together and do with, with the rest of his life, hopefully he lives to be in his, his late eighties, nineties has a wonderful, fantastic existence. But you can't take, you can't take that team into the ground with you. You can't take the money into the ground with you. So whatever he's doing from a business perspective, I respect Michael Jordan. 
And he's been very successful with, with his racing team and has Bubba Wallace and all that stuff. So someone like Michael Jordan, I'm sure he has other endeavors, other businesses, things that he wants to conquer. But but I just don't like to see African-Americans. I, I love to have ownership. As a black man, it's important that Michael Jordan is, is a black owner in the NBA. It's important to me that LeBron James becomes an owner of an NBA team at some point. It's important to me that BET ultimately goes back to being owned by African-Americans. Those things are important. It's important that, that someone in the Latinx community is ultimately able to ascend and, and own a professional sports franchise and the LGBTQ community. Those things are important to me. I, I think minority groups that are, that are disenfranchised, underrepresented, have to have a seat at these tables. And so I have mixed emotions. I'm, I'm happy for Michael Jordan. I know that he's going to be successful, whatever he does with the money that, that he attains from this. He, it looks, he's probably going to get a 10x investment. So he bought his stake in 2010. In 2023, he's going to make 10 times as much as he paid for it, and, and that's fantastic. That's wonderful. And that's the greatness of owning an, an NBA or an NFL or baseball team. I mean, they don't, they don't always make on a PL, they don't always make money. They break even a lot. But you have something that is appreciating at such a high value. It's, it's such a, a high piece of, of real estate. I'm kind of disappointed, man. Michael Jordan, not a great owner. He's not really good at putting teams together. I think he finally got La, LaMelo Ball, and LaMelo Ball and his brother, they seem to be fragile. They got talent. I think their dad, all of the, all of the, all of the smack that their dad talked. I think what we didn't account for is those kids aren't physically built to play 82 games a season. I mean, LaMelo Ball has rolled his ankle like nine times and probably wouldn't hurt him to, to wear some high-top Jordans. He probably go to the Jordan 1 and lace those things up because he's wearing those low-top shoes and rolling his ankle. Lonzo Ball has to have another knee surgery. He's had like four knee surgeries. He's only 24, 25 years old. And that probably means that he's done. I've heard his name used in conjunction with Brandon Roy. And quite frankly, when you've had knee problems and you're in your mid-20s, at some point, man, it's not even about the money. It's not even about playing in the NBA. You just want to know that you're going to be able to walk and play with your kids and have a normal life when you're in your 40s and 50s. You don't want to have bad knees and have trouble getting out of bed at 37. So Michael Jordan, not the greatest owner Definitely not the greatest evaluator of talent. Um, he wasn't that phenomenal as a GM with the Wizards. So he may have been the GOAT on the court. Not necessarily the GOAT of, of GMs, but this is beyond Jordan and, and the fact that I had a, a Kiss the Rim poster of Michael Jordan in my bedroom as a kid. I, I just hate to see a minority owner leave that table because roughly between the, the major sports, there are only 85, 90 seats at that table. And we need to have minorities at that table. Next up, we're going to, to re-air. We're, we're re-airing footage from, from the convention at Rise. So, so today's HealthCast segment will, will be one of our great interviews from, from Rise in Colorado Springs in, in kind of a, a re-air format. We'll be back. More than Lance Day Radio Network after these messages. Live from the Paragon 7 studio, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Did you know that 12,000 people are turning 65 years old every day? Many seniors will no longer be able to age in place and will need to look for individualized solutions. 
Upside Home is a personalized service for older adults that provides a gateway to independence and social experiences. Members choose how and where they want to live. Then their home manager connects them with services, anemones, and community events that promote overall wellness. Learn how Upside Home helps older adults age in the right place by calling 954-504-6122 or visiting UpsideHome.com. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need. With intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS for Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. You know what? I didn't tell you this, Slants. I went to Hampton. What? What? Yeah, I went to Hampton, you. You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you, we've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just uh, partying. So you, so you enrolled at Hampton? James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so... I went to some of the classes. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-470-8021. 800-470-8021. 800-470-8021. That's 800-470-8021.